You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we're taking a new approach to increase your access with this podcast. Each series will dish out bites of information you can digest when it's convenient for you, your family, or a caregiver giving advice and veteran experience on topics that are most important to you. So take a listen in the car, while cooking, or after the kids go to bed, keeping you moving towards your health goals in between our individual meetings and group classes. But hey, feel free to play these episodes at the coffee shop as well. We would love to be a part of the conversation. Grab a cup and pull up a chair and we'll dive right on in. everyone. Welcome to Fresh Focus, a podcast where we are giving you nutrition tips between visits. I'm Beth, one of your Marion VA healthcare system dietitian nutritionists, and I want to start off this podcast by recognizing the empty chair. Here within the Marion VA healthcare system, we always start every meeting acknowledging an empty chair in the room to remind us each and every day that we not only serve veterans that walk through our doors, but the ones that are no longer here to speak their voice. In this series, we are going all the way from what to eat when you are thinking of starting a family to feeding your newborn. We appreciate you listening. How exciting to think about becoming a mama. As you are thinking about starting a family and making that decision to try to get pregnant, we dietitians want to help you prepare now to allow for a smoother transition to a healthy pregnancy. There is a ton of information out there, and trust me, it can be overwhelming and confusing, and we want to help you. I want to be the first to tell you that definitely you do not have to wait until you have that little bundle of joy to start eating well for you. Now is the time to review your eating habits, as it would be easier to overall habits now prior to all those hormone shifts. And besides, it is always a good idea to focus on adding in healthier, nutrient-dense meals and snacks for everyone, including those of us that are super ready to purchase that Baby on Board bumper sticker. Today, I want to run through 10 tips in this episode. Why 10, do you ask, Beth? Well, to be honest, it was supposed to be six, but I kept adding to it. And besides, it's a good rule of thumb to be prepared for lengthy, add-on conversations because you will hear all kinds of added-on mom advice. Learn now to smile and nod. Trust me. (laughs) These 10 tips can be followed if you are planning on your first time being a mama or if you are already a mama looking to expand the family. So to all those lovely ladies hoping to be first-time mamas, welcome. And for all you mamas, including those moms of three wanting their fourth, Woo! My hat's off to you and a very big welcome to this podcast. I'd like to start out with step one. Obviously, step one, if you are deciding you want to start a family, would be getting off birth control. I wanted to take a minute to review a few things regarding if you've been on birth control for a long time, like most of us. Hormonal birth control depletes many essential nutrients and also decreases microbial diversity in the gut. Our bodies are amazing, and they try to communicate to us when there are issues, 
such as endometriosis, PCOS, or hypothyroidism. But hormonal birth control can mask these things because it hides those symptoms. Your body wants to send us signals. So it is important to remedy nutrient deficiencies and optimize your gut health when transitioning off birth control. The best way to do this is to eat a diet rich in nutrient-dense foods. You may also want to discuss with your doctor about a possible need for any additional supplements or probiotics. Additionally, as you are thinking about pregnancy, it is important that you don't stop taking any of your mental health medications. Please consult with your primary care provider and mental health providers as these medications may need to be adjusted. The second tip would be to assess your weight. Have you weighed lately? Are you underweight? Are you overweight? Are you comfortable with your weight at this time? Your doctor may reference a BMI, which stands for Body Mass Index. It is a rough estimate of how much fat someone has based on only height and weight. So for example, if you are 5'5 five five and weigh 148 pounds, you would have a BMI of 24, which would be considered within the normal weight range. Addressing and assessing your current weight and health status now before you become pregnant can help you have a healthier pregnancy in the future. So for example, if your BMI is overweight in that range 25 to 29 or obese over 30, you may be in an increased risk of complications with gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, and you also may wanna have your blood pressure checked to make sure that's in a normal range. And if you have any recent lab work, make sure your primary care provider and your OB doctor you know, are aware of any kind of lab work. Now would be that good time to schedule that annual visit that you have been putting off. Number three, we want to assess our food intake right now. So let's look at our meals and snacks each day. So what have you been eating for the last few weeks? Are you working through lunch every day? Are you one that never ever eats breakfast or only grabs a pastry and coffee on your way out the door? Now is the time to adjust and help transition when you are pregnant so you can aid in ensuring adequate nutrition each day for you and baby. Choose two to four well-rounded meals, less processed foods, more fruits and veggies, uh, including a good source of protein with each meal and adding in healthy fats and limiting sugar. I know, no one can swear off sugar entirely. I mean, hormones, come on, right? But it is a good idea to limit refined sugary items right now. So instead of grabbing that donut or pastry at the coffee shop or you know the, for your mid-morning snack, maybe trying to substitute with a yogurt with sliced almonds or pumpkin seeds or oatmeal instead of a Pop-Tart for breakfast. We do want to aim for four to five fruits and vegetables, with two being those leafy greens. Vegetables provide healthy doses of vitamin A, vitamin C, iron, and magnesium. Fruits provide vitamin A, vitamin C, potassium, and fiber. I also want to mention, just as a side note, to start practicing good food hygiene now. Foodborne illness can be dangerous to anyone, but if you are trying to conceive, it can lead to premature birth or other potential problems. So always ensure your food is cooked properly. Tip number four, healthy hydration. Are you drinking enough water each day? The recommendations now are at least half of your body weight in ounces of water. 
We want mostly plain water too, so please use this time to start weaning off artificial sweeteners such as you know, sweet and low, NutraSweet, aspartame. Keep in mind all natural items are not necessarily safe. For instance, stevia is generally recognized as safe by the FDA, however whole leaf and unrefined stevia are not considered safe by the FDA. So see how confusing it can get depending on what our local grocery store may have. So it's always good um, and, and a best idea to, to go for the unsweetened as much as possible and drink that water. So now is a good time also to start limiting alcohol and weaning off caffeine. I know, I know, <laughs> I get it. But drinking alcohol can harm the developing baby. And so now is the time to start limiting. So mocktails, anyone? Try a baby-friendly peach bellini. Take two ounces of peach juice or peach puree, two ounces of ginger ale, top off with a fresh peach slice, and throw that in a champagne flute. And then also any leftover fresh peach slices, you can sprinkle those with some lemon juice and throw those puppies in the freezer so you can have those for your next mocktail. Or you could throw those in a fruit and vegetable smoothie for later on. The next tip is supplementation. So first off, please, and I repeat, please review with your primary care provider and your OBGYN and pharmacist before taking any supplements. It is important to note that even with the healthiest of diets, we may have to bridge those nutrient gaps with supplementation. So the one people think about most with regards to expecting mothers is folate. Folate is a nutrient found in some green leafy vegetables, nuts, beans, citrus fruits, fortified breakfast cereals, and of course, found in supplements. All women of childbearing age need 400 micrograms of folate each day. It can help reduce birth defects of the brain and spinal cord, often called neural tube defects, such as spina bifida. In fact, many experts recommend 800 micrograms during pregnancy. Folate is the most beneficial during the first 28 days after conception. So if you're just thinking about starting a family, you may want to begin taking folate now. But again, consult your doctor. I also want to touch on something that may have confused many of us in the past. We hear people talking about folic acid, and folic acid is a synthetic version of folate. Many people cannot convert folic acid into its active form, so it is actually recommended that women look for the methylated folate rather than folic acid when searching for a supplement. Many women can have low iron stores from those, you know, whole uh, fun monthly menstruations uh, and a diet low in iron. So building iron stores helps prepare mom's body for the needs during pregnancy. Iron is needed for the baby's development and your ability to build healthy blood cells, which deliver oxygen to you and baby. Good food sources would be meats, beef, pork, lamb, turkey, chicken, fish, uh, sardines, if you like those, and also leafy greens of the cabbage family, such as broccoli, kale, turnip greens, legumes, such as pinto beans, lima beans. Uh, you could also treat yourself to a new cast iron skillet to start cooking in, as cast iron can increase iron content by as much as 20 times. The recommended calcium intake for women is 1,000 milligrams. But before you run out and buy the biggest capsule there is to take one a day, there is a limit about how much your body can absorb at once. 
Research shows that your body can only absorb about 600 milligrams of calcium at a time. So it's best to separate out with food. For instance, you can get your recommended intake by including a serving of food such as cheese, yogurt, beans, greens, or milk at each meal. This can help reduce the risk of developing osteoporosis later in life. Other vitamins that are important are B12, B6, vitamin C, vitamin E, zinc, copper, magnesium, selenium, iodine, and vitamin A. So to ensure you are receiving adequate amounts of all of these, make sure you are taking a well-rounded prenatal multivitamin from a reputable brand. And remember, these supplements are not regulated, so do your research when choosing the one you're going to take. The sixth tip is to ensure you are getting daily exercise. Please stay tuned for our podcast series because we're going to go deep into exercise with one of the episodes while being pregnant. But I do want to mention exercise is important in every stage. Many experts across the board say women who are trying to get pregnant or who are already wearing that adorable baby on board workout tank top should aim for a moderate exercise routine of 30 minutes or more, if not all days of the week. And remember, three 10-minute sessions count as much as one 30-minute workout. On to the next tip, which is reducing stress. It is important to not stress out. I know you are all eye-rolling me now listening. I know things can get hectic with just life in general, but we want you to work on stress-reducing habits now so they become a part of your day. Take a few minutes right now, write down a few ways you can reduce stress. Do you like reading a book? Taking a midday break for a walk, meditation, listening to calming music, or perhaps listening to podcasts by your favorite dietitians. Yeah! Whatever it is, schedule it now, put it on your calendar so it becomes a habit every day. The number eight tip, getting enough sleep. I know everyone's laughing at me now. Life is busy, and I'm sure you're thinking, you know, I'm getting less sleep now just thinking about trying to start a family and getting everything planned and planning out everything, um, and I already have enough to do on my plate. I get it, but it is important for your body to get rest. So try right now to set up a nighttime routine, such as shutting off the internet or, or even turning off the Wi-Fi that can help you, you know, Kind of unplug, get off a tablet, phone, um, to get more rest. Number nine tip, start healthy meal practices now. So this could be for your family now and your family to be. I do want to make note uh, to listen, if you haven't already, to our series one about the healthy plate. Lots and lots of great information there. So check that out. We want you to keep healthy nutrition practices And if we can look at it as such, as these are healthy tips for the entire family and our future family, so we don't feel like we have to eat something completely different. You could start by eating at the table if you typically eat, you know, standing up or on the run or in the car or on the couch. You know, maybe try to start that as a good habit now instead of always eating while you're on the phone. Unplug, enjoy your food. It will help you and also be more mindful when we eat. We could start by adding in a fruit and vegetable each day. It's always great if you can make it fun, too. So if you have young kiddos already, maybe try a new fruit, you know, of the week or try a new vegetable and make it fun for ourselves, too. 
So when you go to the grocery store, check out something that you haven't ever tried before or look at something at the farmer's market that looks fun and ask for different ways to, you know, to prepare it. We also want to help our children develop healthy habits early in life that will bring them lifelong good health benefits. We want to be a good role model. We want to make it fun and evolve the whole family. For instance, at snack time, keep fresh fruit and pre-chopped or no-chopped veggies on hand. You know, your family is more likely to grab fruits and vegetables over the other items if they're readily available. Or if you're not feeling like adding in more vegetables and you don't feel like crunching on them, try blending and making a smoothie. The key for smoothies is balancing flavors and to not overcomplicate them. Please don't feel like you have to add 57 items into a smoothie. Throw a fruit, throw a vegetable, add a healthy fat, and blend that together for a delicious snack. So if you are already a sleep-deprived mama of a couple kiddos and you don't even feel like chopping up anything, grab those frozen peach slices from your fun mocktail peach bellinis, throw those in the blender with a banana, one cup of water, and a cup of frozen spinach. Voila! Throw it in a fancy cup for yourself or a dark colored sippy cup for your toddler so they won't know what's green and you can start saying yum or use it as a teaching moment and learning. Look what color it is. Green. Yay. Smoothies are yummy and healthy for mama and baby to make us strong. It's a win-win all around. Other smoothie ingredients could be avocados. As fresh, it can be a great food item for all, including if you have a one-year-old at home. As they start self-feeding, it's adorable for them with their little toddler fingers to squish and pick up those little avocado slices, too. Number 10. Last but absolutely not least, take care of you. Take this time to assess your self-care routine. Do you have one? If you just scoffed at me and said you don't have time for a self-care routine, that means you absolutely need a self-care routine. Self-care is not selfish. Write that down. Give yourself permission right now to pause and recharge. Listen to your body. Do you need to spend more time outdoors? Do you need to soak your feet? Do we need to unplug, get away from social media for a time period every day? You deserve it. Pick a few things that you can add into your routine today and start adding them week by week. The very last takeaway is to please remember you do not have to have everything perfect. Don't strive for perfection. What would you tell your future adorable kiddos? Mama loves you. You don't have to be perfect. Do the best you can, right? So take your own future advice. See, you already sound like a mama. Isn't it wonderful? You got this, mamas and mamas-to-be. We dietitians are here to help if you have any nutrition questions. Stay tuned for the rest of this podcast series to gain more valuable ways to be and stay healthy. Good morning, everyone. This is Shauna Golden. I am the Women Veterans Program Manager at the Marion VA Healthcare System. Women veterans deserve high-quality health care. This includes all stages of pregnancy. Did you know the VA covers a full range of services for veterans to support your reproductive goals? Marion VA offers preconception counseling, which can guide medication choices and preventive care decisions before you become pregnant. 
We have the option of prenatal and postpartum dietary counseling, as well as a lactation consultant to assist with your dietary needs and those of your babies. We can help you navigate healthcare services both inside and outside of the VA, connect you to community resources, and the care you need after delivery. This is made possible by our Women's Health Clinical Navigator, Marsha Russell. If you are pregnant or wanting to become pregnant, talk to your VA provider. You can call me, Shauna Golden, at 618-997-5311. My extension is 72010. You can also call the Women's Health Clinical Navigator at 618-997-5311, extension 72031. Or you can call or text the Women Veterans Call Center at 1-855-829-6636. And of course, always reach out to your VA provider for any questions or concerns.